This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the pilot. What a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Let's get ready to rumble. Make sure you're ready for me because I've got the halftime show coming up on Pulse95. Thank you very much for connecting with me today. And a massive shout out to everyone who's tuned in live on Pulse95Radio.com, 95FM, or even on YouTube on Pulse95 Radio. And of course, I've got to give a shout out to all those people who are supporting, loving and following on Instagram live. Masoud, Terry, Fahad, our very own Hidayah. Man, I miss you too. Shayma. Uh, who else we got? We got Sudeis as well. Thank you, Analmas. Thank you very much for joining in today. And I'm going to make it worth your while because one thing we kind of overlook sometimes is you hear about all these athletes coming over from around the world to the UAE to train, to recover, to feel good. But do we have the best facilities in the world? I'm going to be discussing that today on the show. And also, what is going on in the Premier League? We've got two people join at top, three people join on second, five people join on third, and two people join on fourth. So we're talking about that. And also the Swedish women's team who are champions, but facing a different opponent in bankruptcy. We're talking about that as well. And of course, we're taking all your questions in for the hour. 4215, salat or do, or slide into my DMs at Omar Duri. What's up, Lara? And let me know how you're feeling. Stay tuned. I've got a wicked tune for you. Shout out to Spug. Masego Tarao. Enjoy. Boom. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Aduri. Oh, he loves the pilot. What a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local. Man. All right, here we go. So... Um, one of the things that came up recently, and actually a friend of mine, shout out to Derek Pabby in London, making, making a difference in the world of fitness and health. He sent me an article of Virgil van Dijk out here in the UAE recovering. Now, for those that don't know, Virgil van Dijk is the Liverpool footballer and arguably the best centre-back in the world. Now, he has been injured for a while, but this kind of struck a question for me. How come we don't talk about the UAE as the best place in the world to look after people, health, fitness, training. You've seen Habib Nurmagomedov come out here. You've seen Virgil van Dijk. You've seen all the stars in the world coming out here to train, warm weather training. Now, something that we take for granted on this side of the world and having been brought up, born and raised in the UK and living there for over 24 years, the weather affects the way that you are, the way you condition, the way that you recover, the way that you train, the way your mindset's at. But we don't always discuss the UAE as the best place to train at. And Virgil van Dijk was here uh, recently on his rehab and he's ahead, of course, to return back. People said he'd be out for the whole season. He might be coming back sooner or later. And Liverpool fans would love for me to say that. And Clarence Seydorf actually spent some time with him, assuring him mentally. But you see, we see a lot of these stars out here. Um, you know, to, to be able to 
to come out here and, and, and feel better. There's a holistic approach to it. But we don't always discuss the UAE as, you know, the, be- the best facilities in the world, uh, the best place to train, the best place to recover. We don't normally do that. And that's one thing that, you know, if you ask the foreigners that come out here, they'll say, yeah, it's, it's incredible. But it also puts you in a good place. The people around, the service, the ability for people to make you feel at home. And it's not just because I've been here, you know, for 12 years. It's, it's, it really is something that is kind of something that we kind of overlook um, a lot of times. Because you, you mention altitude training. You think of Denver. You mention, you know, South America. You think of flavor. You mention, you know, um, Aspire. And you think of, you know, okay, that's a place where people go. But we don't always mention the area. So I'm kind of dedicating this uh, this segment to that. I think we've got incredible facilities out here. I think we've got incredible coaches. And people are realizing more than ever that the the treatment and the level of service here is incredible. So shout out to everyone who is making a difference in people's lives. Shout out to those people who are also looking after not just athletes, but everyday people like myself. And shout out to those people who are making a difference in bringing the world back and resetting our environment. Okay, guys, coming up next, what's going on in the Premier League? We've got two people joint top, three people joint second, five people joint third, and two people joint fourth. Let's talk about that straight after the break. Enjoy Pine and Ginger. Shout out to Summer, who's keeping the music on fire. Here we go. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. We are back. Welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri, your host covering everything sport, international and local. Now, now, what is going on in the Premier League, man? One minute, we're talking about sacking Oli. The next minute, we're talking about sacking Arteta. And now we're talking about sacking Lampard. And what kind of craziness is happening in this Premier League as we speak? It's so close right now that we've got two people joint top. Okay? That is Liverpool and Man United. 16 games played. Nine wins for Liverpool. 10 wins for United, but you didn't know that, right? Six draws for Liverpool, three draws for United. One loss for Liverpool, but three losses for United. And at the moment now, those people that said Ole Gunnar Solskjaer should be out are eating their words. So United fans, I know you like to come out and play when Ole's doing well. So come out and enjoy this time because that's something that's happening in the Premier League and it is a crazy league. You know why? Because in... Joint second, you've got three teams on 29 points. Now, Leicester, Tottenham and City um, are, I'd I'd say, actually, no, it's sorry. It's Tottenham, City and Everton who've got 29 points at the moment, which is really kind of thrown off the league because City, you know, absolutely demolished Chelsea the other day or yesterday. And that puts them in good stead. And Pep has been criticised as well. Mourinho is up there. Carlo Ancelotti's doing a good job. Can they sustain it with the squad that they have? Looking at the way they, they're doing things. I heard that they're in for Sami Khedira to come and strengthen their midfield. Already with Alan and Dukure in there. It's looking pretty good for the way they're looking. And then you've got the people behind them. Five people in joint third at the moment. 26 points. Aston Villa, Chelsea, Southampton and West Ham. 
How good have Southampton and Aston Villa been this year? So saying that right now, that is really, really impressive to be able to kind of get, you know, those those players. And we talk about coaching a lot of the times, but how good has the coaching been for Southampton? A year ago, they lost 9-0 to Leicester. And all of a sudden now, you know, Hassan Hutel is really putting together a team that's making things look good. Now, saying that, West Ham, David Moyes, all those people that are criticizing him as a manager, stylistically saying that he's boring. He can't be lucky when he's in this Premier League right now and he's in joint with Southampton, Chelsea and Villa at the moment. And listen, they, they've been doing that without Antonio as well, who's been their best striker for a good two seasons now. And then you've got Arsenal and Leeds in 11th place right now as we speak and saying that it's been tough. It's been tough as an Arsenal fan, I'm not going to lie. Can't sit here and say, you know, everything is rosy even though we won the last three. But those people who were talking about sacking Arteta now have kind of gone back into their shells, which is interesting, including the Arsenal fans, by the way. There's been Arsenal fans as well, and some of them, you know, good friends of mine who are public figures who have come out and said, you've got to get rid of him. He's useless. He's awful. And listen, a bit of faith in the youth a bit of faith in the philosophy of play that you need to do. And you also got to realise, by the way, before people get carried away, that Arsenal have done that without their best defender, best midfielder and best winger in Gabriel, Partey and Martinelli. So there are positive signs, but none of it means anything. if They're not winning consistently. Right now, performances probably aren't as important as results. And as we've learned from Tottenham being top of the league for a good five minutes, that um, that, that was something that... You know, you've seen Mourinho get results, grind them out. That's what winners do. Arsenal need to follow in those footsteps. And I never thought I'd say that about Arsenal and Tottenham. But just focus on results. So a lot of things, you know, going on right now in the Premier League. Who is going to win this Premier League? 4 2 one 5 it's a lot or do spicy. I know you're watching somewhere. Tell me if you think that United have a chance of winning this league. And how, which teams are going to strengthen in January to try and get past the finish line. 4215 at the Salat or do slide into my DMs. Enjoy this track. Olimar, Demi Lovato, and we'll be right back. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire then. What a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Salam and welcome back to the Halftime Show. Thank you very much for connecting. And listen, guys, if you do miss the show, you can always catch us on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud. If you like podcasts like Zaki, or if you prefer a visual like my man Florin in New York, then you can actually head over to the YouTube channel. And thanks to Super Mario and Gabby, they be doing great things to get our episodes uploaded for you, commercial and ad-free. Today, you can enjoy those shows, especially with some of the great guests we've had on. And we've got a couple of really good guests coming up as well for you. We've got uh, my friend, a good friend of mine, and someone who was in charge of the UAE Fitness Championships that where all these athletes around the world used to come. And they used to decide who the fittest 
man and woman in the world are. So I'm going to have him on the show on Wednesday. Matt Coe is joining me on Wednesday, which is going to be a great show. I don't know how we're going to fit all that in one hour. So that's going to be Matt coming up. I've also got a couple of other guests as well, um, including someone who focuses and specializes on strength work. Now, I've had trainers, I've had coaches, but I think with this guy who's going to be coming up uh, probably Saturday, uh, Tanner Shuck is going to be here. And he's someone that when you see him, you know exactly what I mean. He definitely, definitely is an example of what he preaches. So we might have him on the show as well. And a lot of different people. Shout out to Ashraf as well, who's just joined us. Ashraf, where you been, man? (laughs) What are you doing? And shout out to our very own Safe as well, who, by the way, um, really looked looked after me when I was uh, hit with the virus and working from home. So thank you very much to everyone at Sharjah for their support and their love. Right. Okay. So one of the the topics I, I saw the other day, which was really interesting, and especially that we've had, you know, the the women's national team on uh, Pulse ninety five on the halftime show. We've had women, female athletes as well here, like Almas and and Fahima and all these great great people. When you have a team that wins championships and still faces a different kind of opponent, you wonder how that could affect their their, their professional lives, their personal lives. Swedish women's team, uh, women's champions, Gothenburg, have faced a different type of opponent, and that is bankruptcy. Now, normally when you win trophies and you win accolades, you probably would say that that club would be safe, which means all those athletes would be safe as well. And we here at the Halftime Show always support female development in sport and female sport in general. But despite Sweden's rich women's footballing footballing heritage, another club is under the challenge of facing bankruptcy. And this has gone global right now because They've got nine internationals in their in their in their team. So when you think about it, like now, for those that don't know the women's game, let's say in the men's game, if you look at a team like Barcelona, for example, or let's say Liverpool. Now imagine nine of those players won't have a job, won't have a team to play for because they're facing bankruptcy. Now flip it back onto the women's side of the things. Nine of those internationals are gonna be without a club. And on the 17th of December 2020, after they lost 3-0 to Manchester City, they faced that challenge. And and that's where they were starting to, you know, face going bankrupt, which is, it's incredible to think about that. It's not the first time either, because historically, women's football in Sweden has a heritage. While their top clubs may have fallen behind Europe's elite in terms of financial might, which was clearly on the minds of the Gothenburg owners. And that's something that they've been having to face recently. So it's really, really sad to see the women's game, despite being champions, not being able to do what they love and what they're good at, especially if they're champions of their own league. And I kind of think that in this day and age now, we really want to support all these different teams, all these different things, because we kind of have reached now. We've learned that especially how football is in the US and I and I say football because that's what it's called football in the US is huge the women's side uh, of football is actually even more watched than the men's side so that should tell us something about where that's at so they do deserve the recognition they do deserve you know they're the ones that put the you know the fans in the stands so to speak although right now there's not many fans out there but you know what I mean they're bringing in that draw they're bringing that attention to the women's side again so I'm very interested to see what you guys think should we be facing this in 2021 albeit 
COVID-19 has hit and etc. But to face bankruptcy, even though you're champions, is incredible. Let me know, 4215 at Salat or do, or slide into my DMs at Omar Dur on Instagram. And coming up next, we're taking your questions for the day. If you've enjoyed the show, smash a like on the YouTube video and let me know what you think. I'll be right back after Feelings by Awa. Here we go. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Aduri on Pulse 1995. Oh, he loves the fire then! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Aduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Yes, we are back. Thank you very much for connecting with me on the Halftime Show today. What a show it's been already. And you know what? Those fans are coming out. You know, I told you, I said to you, once we get to the Premier League, those fans are going to come out. And when I know Mustafa and Rawan and Tariq are on here talking football and Ashraf, then I know it's serious. Because right now, <clears throat> the questions have been coming in. And let me tell you what's going on here. Uh, Ashraf says the league is... is is what is crazy this year? Mustafa says, Bro, I'm sorry, but no such thing as joint top from a United fan. Remember, our noisy neighbours won the league on goal difference. Very good point. Tarek, do you think Manchester United have a chance this year? And uh, Ashraf Abdul Hadi, absolutely, Manchester United have a chance this year. If they remain consistent and play as a team, then why not? Right, okay. <clears throat> do I believe that Man United have a chance this year? Putting my neutral hat on right now. Yes, I do believe so because it is a crazy year. Having looked at how this year has panned out and the development of teams such as Aston Villa and Southampton and Everton, it's caused a lot of unrest. People dropping points. When you think of West Brom holding Liverpool, when you think of Fulham holding you know, the top teams as well after starting off so badly with Scott Parker, I do believe though the legs in this is how they manage it and how they prioritise the different games coming up in the competitions they're involved in now one of the biggest blessings in disguise is if, if you get eliminated out of the carling cup or the fa cup then probably you can focus and put all your eggs in one basket losing in the champions league to be dropped in the europa league like man united might have been the biggest blessing in disguise the reason why i say that is because now Oli has a chance to be able to prioritize does he want to finish in the top four or does he want to rely on the Europa League to get him into the Champions League and either way that will be his ticket in now we will know that as we get closer to the Europa League fixtures coming up and right now when you have a look at the teams under pressure when you think of Chelsea when you think of Manchester City when you think of even Liverpool dropping a few points over the last couple of weeks it is a huge role in you know, in the development of their athletes, their players, how they manage them. Sometimes being able to take off a player might be best for the team, but the player might be affected by that. And then you often see, even when Mo Salah was taken off, even when you see, you know, Bruno Fernandes taken off recently, not happy. But then again, if it's best for your team, that's what the coaches have to do. So I think it really does lie in with the coach. But it's actually a good point you guys are making regarding United because... Mustafa saying, I think Man United's advantage this season is the drawing room chemistry, which is very... The dressing room chemistry, I think, is what you meant, which is very evident. I think, to be honest, Mustafa, I think that's... You know, 
when you look at the teams and you look at the, the camaraderie, bringing in star players isn't always the solution because that might affect the morale of the team. I think the fact that United haven't brought in anyone recently, I know they brought in Bruno Fernandes who made a huge difference, but you can't get another one in. And I think by bringing in the right winger that they wanted, such as you know Sancho, it, it probably would have not benefited them at the time. However, saying that, when you lose as a team, you kind of get stronger. Unless you, you don't hold yourself accountable, you can start pointing fingers at each other. I think that's what United have done well. Who are the personalities of Manchester United? That's the thing that I'm, I'm asking. Because even yesterday, when you saw Chelsea versus Manchester City, now when you have a corner and you concede from that, and you know Man City go and score, and Sterling obviously runs through, and Kante is running for his life after him. The thing about that, as a leader in the team, straight away, if you're in a two-on-one two situation... Even if the coach hasn't said that, which again, it's very easy to point the finger at Lampard and say, why did you only have a 1v1 when your team is attacking on the defensive? What I would say to that is if I'm a leader in that team, the first thing I'm looking at is I'm looking at who's back and I'll say, right, if I'm going forward, you step back or if you have a better chance of scoring, I'm going to drop back and make a 2-on-1 situation with Sterling. That way, one person can delay and one person can hold him off. And that's where I think that que- that shows question in the leadership skills especially when you have people like Aspilicueta and Thiago Thiago, um, Silva in the team you look at those players and you think why is Kante left with Sterling back now Kante is extremely quick no doubt but saying that that's the first thing now when you look at the United team who are the leaders in that team Bruno Fernandes is one of them is Harry Maguire really a leader that's another thing and you look at the, the responsibility and the maturity of Rashford and you wonder about him Cavani should he be starting more is he someone that can can change games these are all things, I think, that having looked at the way things have panned out has fallen well for them. I look at the Tottenham team, I look at the uh, Liverpool team, and even despite not having their best players, they still have leaders in team. People that are hungry, people that want to fight for the title. And I think that is going to be the difference coming up to the end of the season. We are reaching full-time on the Halftime Show. Thank you very much for spending the hour with me. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did just tune in on the last part of the session, Rawan and Mustafa... <laughs> and Jovi coming in like 50 minutes late then head over to our YouTube channel the episode is up on there Mario uh, Super Mario and Gabby normally are quite good I'm going to put them on the spot here Um, and we'll be able to upload that straight away for you guys to watch because uh, that's been a huge part of the show so far so I'm really really grateful coming up next is Afternoon Karak with Haishan Mazmi and Mikhail Atiyah have a great day guys thank you very much for spending it with me I appreciate you guys I love you guys and I will see you guys on Wednesday 3 to 4 same time come on time people Come on time. Let's enjoy the session. A wicked, wicked show on Wednesday. I guarantee you, you will enjoy it. Matt Coe is going to be here. And shout out to Kulthum, Amar, Hussein, and Nashat. There you go, guys. All the best. Peace and love. I'm out. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday from 3 p.m. 